0: Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming to me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend.
1: I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're dreaming you you stay here? Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his
0: birthday. And we are back at you with another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me at camp, the drunk uncle, Kenton Mullins. We're back. We are back. We are back. Coming to you live and in living color from self-quarantine again because of all this Chinese flu, Chinese clap pandemic chaos that's still going on in the world. We just, you know, we had to take a couple weeks off basically so we could focus all of our time on hoarding all the toilet paper and frozen pizzas and all the Keystone Light in case they shut down the liquor store. So we just had to take a couple weeks so we could uh, stock up our
1: quarantine, if you will. Yeah, bunch- you would think that uh, that all this quarantining would, would make it easier to get episodes out, but it's actually been harder because I still have a job. Uh, I'm very fortunate in that, and I know you do too, Nathan, and it's only made our lives more chaotic as opposed to with, with – As opposed to having more downtime, I have less. Oh,
0: exactly. I mean, especially when you have to make specific trips to stock up your bunker, and now you have to wait in line at the Walmarts. You got to wait in line at all these places, only so many people allowed in the store. I don't know about where you're at, but that's where I'm at. Plus, uh, my local Dollar General, one of them, the toilet paper delivery guy, they robbed him in the parking lot and took all the toilet paper and it didn't even make it into the store. How about that?
1: That's fun times, like, man. This is fun times. Me. It's very exciting. Oh, it's very exciting. It,
0: every day is like an adventure. I wake up and I'm like, okay, what what's going to happen today that's more ridiculous? Just just when you thought that, you, that nothing would surprise you, it, something does.
1: Not so, the apocalypse that I had imagined. Negative.
0: So, yes, trying to navigate episodes around the chaos of – of, uh, of hoarding things that, that I don't really need. I just do it because that's the, that's the fun thing to do. And I want to be one of the cool kids. So I want to see how many, um, packages of toilet paper I can fit in my bathroom and how many frozen pizzas I can fit in the deep freeze. Okay.
1: Yeah. At this point, it's not even it's about game. whether you need it or not. It's just collecting, just, no. just like the way you collect stamps or, yeah. or moths or, uh, or Ponties. It's, it's um, like a, it's a game to me. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. i just here's a good example. So when I was in college, I wanted to see how many empty beer bottles I could collect in my dorm room because oh, I did like that a, with,
1: with whiskey bottles. Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: a sign of status, right? You're like King ding on the dorm floor. If if the whole top of your shelves are filled with bottles.
1: Yeah. I remember so, we would take them and we would put, Oh, it was so badass, man for, for a 19, 20 year old. We would put, uh, we would take whiskey bottles, Jack Daniels bottles or vodka bottles, tequila bottles and, and put water in them with a highlighter marker. Oh yeah! And throw a highlighter and then put a black light behind them. Oh my God! It was just so fancy and and just beautiful decor. It was uh, cheap. It drove the ladies crazy. Oh yeah, that, that was a panty dropper there. If you had all, if you had your whole
0: shelf filled, if the whole room was filled, you were you were king dangling. You were definitely yeah
1: around there. the you know that upper part of the cabinets in a kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. That too. You, you would just put black light uh, or or a highlighter marker water in them and then put a black light behind them and they go oh fucking high class panty dropping
0: if they walked in you knew whether it was a go or not just by the
1: way they looked at your your shelf collection oh my god we were phew, dude irresistible the just irresistible
0: that is if you had the collection right up there then you knew that they were going to overlook your inadequate winner
1: oh yeah yeah they'd look up there go, is that is that a handle of jack that must have cost him seventy dollars sixty dollars honey this guy's got a lot of money and Oh, that those weren't even, and we didn't use like you know the cheap one dollar highlighters. No. We got like we got we got that. It came in a three pack, but it was like eight bucks, bro. And yeah. uh yeah, we were balling. If you, yeah,
0: they walk in and little John's playing. You're, it's going
1: down. Yin Yang down. twins. Oh fuck! Holy shit! White folks. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Getting laid regardless <laughs> if you got a little dinger on you. It's it's happening.
1: Oh, just the best. My wife won't let me put uh whiskey bottle whiskey bottles with, with highlighter water and black lots behind them in our kitchen now because uh she doesn't have, I don't guess, a good sense of interior design. So
0: Oh, well, that's a shame. You gotta put some in your shop though, just to just to remind you of the,
1: the days of free love. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like the the sixties, but better. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, speaking of Keystone Light, that's what's powering this episode for me. I'm uh I'm actually I'm actually not in the studio right now I'm I'm sitting on my back porch looking look overlooking the acreage and the, the blooms on the trees and the nice green grass so it's sprinkling a little bit so if you hear a, hear a few you know raindrops just bear with me so I'm enjoying nature during my quarantine
1: I'm sipping on uh I'm in the office and I'm sipping on uh, a Bud Lott orange and a and a good cold tall glass of ice water and I'm hitting the little my little douche flute vape pen. You so better uh, watch
0: out with that Bud Light Orange, buddy. You're going to end up having another kid.
1: Yeah, that's how I had. Uh, we actually had our. That's how. That's how we ended up with our with our youngest daughter was Bud yeah. Light Orange on on the beach. I'd been drinking it, and we got irresponsible, and now there's another human in existence. So I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Be careful later. Just be careful. Yeah, yeah. These
0: quarantine babies.
1: Well, the VA's actually got me on uh, a new medication for anxiety, and it has really had an effect on. How how well my uh, my junk operates, and it's just made everything stressful. So uh, might not even have to worry about it anyway.
0: Well, you know what? I, we got some good wiener talk coming up, so th- it yeah. might help you out. It might help you out. Be prepared because there's <laughs> there's help out there, and it's not too far away from you. So
1: I'm ex- I can't wait.
0: I can't wait. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of Keystone Light, I want to talk about I want to talk about it for a second because I'm a little mad about Keystone Light, and I think it might be because of this Chinese clap that's really pissing me off so here's my bitch they have advertised this new raspberry lime keystone light and i can't find it anywhere and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you
1: oh my god that sounds fucking delicious it does and i'm gonna look I'm it up right now
0: i'm getting real uh, anxious about it so here's my complaint i have risked my life numerous times by leaving my house without wearing an n1000 mask And not wearing, or whatever they call them, and not wearing rubber gloves and a garbage bag over my head, and I've just been been going out there all willy nilly because I'm so excited and hitting up every liquor store and place that sells beer within three counties of me, and I can't find it anywhere.
1: I didn't even know this existed, dude. And I just looked it up, and it's a thing, and it looks fucking amazing. But this is a hangover in a bottle and a in a can.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Look at the look at the can. It just looks delicious. Like you're gonna have. Oh yeah. You're you're gonna have another kid if you drink that.
1: That's oh that's yeah, happening. a little a little fruity kid. Oh yeah, imagine if come they come out with some stuff. sugar in his tank.
0: Yeah, imagine if they had this stuff back
1: in two thousand two. Holy shit! John's parents were drinking this shit when they had yeah. him. So,
0: anyways, I can't find it anywhere, and I talked to the clerks, and they said every clerk that I've talked to, and I'm I'm talking like a hundred at least. They all said they've never even heard of it. And I'm like, okay, well, this is, something's going on here. But if you go to the website, like you said, go to their Facebook page. It's really a thing. I'm not joking. So I'm going to blame it on this goddamn canola virus for it not being out. So I guess I'm just going to refer to it as the unicorn beer because I've heard of it, but I've never seen it.
1: It looks, Um. I, I'm going to, I'm going I'm, to, I'm like partaking on this adventure to try to find this shit too. I didn't even know it existed until just now.
0: Yeah so you learn something new every day so i'm i'm highly anticipating this and every time that i risk my life by like i said anxiously leaving the house thinking oh maybe they got a new liquor shipment and at the closest gas station to my house there's a nice young lady that works there probably in her early 20s very talkative young lady and she said she's never heard of it either and i'm thinking even the youngsters haven't even heard of it so what the hell is going on out there so I know it's the Chinese clap that's delaying it. Like they're delaying everything else. Maybe they canceled it. Maybe we're not going to get it at all.
1: I was just in the liquor store and we have a big one liquor world. uh, Just like a little bit down the road from my house the other day. And I was up and down the beer aisles and I didn't see it there. So it must be uh, a rare, like, I don't think there's, this is available in probably most places. Well, Keystone light, we are anticipating
0: your newest release. So if you're, if you're listening, we tag you all the time. So if anybody from, from there is listening. We'd appreciate it if you kind of would hurry this up a little bit. So most places it's starting to get nice weather and we need our, our fruity tooty beers. So please hurry up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to try this shit. looks like uh, I bet it has, I bet it tastes like four loco though. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, I'm going to drink shit out of, it. I don't care.
0: It can't be any worse than that. Natter days, fucking strawberry lemonade crap.
1: I never tried that. Is it as bad as people said it was? They said it was you like drinking stomach bile. It's, it's, I'm a I'm a
0: I'm a Dildo and I fucking bought two more Tallboys of it a couple days ago just because I wanted to give it three strikes and you're out. Well, it, it got strike 3 and I'm done with it. Uh, I'm
1: boycotting it.
0: So, I'm done with it. I you should maybe it. they
1: changed the recipe in I the past 2 months.
0: People complained about it or whatever and people like me and maybe they were listening and I don't know who listens, but shit, I thought, well, three strikes and you're out. I've drank a lot worse and sure enough, I I, I can't do it, so I got to boycott it. So stay away from Natterday's strawberry lemonade.
1: Yeah, I've uh, yet to try that one either.
0: I think I've said before I'd rather I'd rather drink a a warm white claw with a cigarette butt in it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've never tried white like, claw either.
0: <laughs> oh, it's terrible! Oh my god, it's worse than this Day's <laughs> shit. I can't. i boycotting that shit too. All of them seltzer drinks. No, no, thank you. So. Also, um uh, <clears throat> I was actually um speaking of uh drinking and shenanigans and whatnot, I was asked to follow up about Saint Patrick's girl from our last episode.
1: For those oh who yeah, us- that young lady.
0: Yes, that young lady and and I, I I don't think I said it, but I was having some flashbacks after we were done and I I kinda I, I don't think I told the story correctly. So when things were, you know, getting getting a little hot and hot and bothered there, I remember when her saying something about the back seat, and I turned, and she she got in the back seat and was completely undressed in literally, like, 0.2 seconds. So, I mean, smoking hot girl, like, you're not going to say no. I mean, come on. So I forgot to throw that in there, but I was asked basically what happened after St. Patrick's Day, if I hooked up with her again, what happened, et cetera, et cetera. And after I've had more time to reflect, because this was a long-ass time ago, I remembered that the class that I had with her, was actually the semester prior, so I hadn't seen her for a few months because that we were into a new semester you know St Patrick's Day being like three months into a new semester or whatever and I never really seen her around campus and she did give me her phone number that night and I think I remember i do I, I think I called her once or twice and asked if she wanted to go out again or whatever and I don't remember what the reasoning was like. Our schedules didn't mesh or whatever. She was like, yeah, you know, let's hook up whenever we can. And then I think we talked one more time and I was busy. She was busy, whatever the case may be. And uh, this girl was so fucking hot. She was way out of my league anyway. So she was probably just being nice to me. She didn't want to tell me. Yeah. And on top of that, you're inadequate. Exactly. She didn't want to say, you know, she didn't want to, she didn't want to do the one inch sign at me and laugh through the phone. You know, that's probably what she was doing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I mean, if you can't please them, they're probably not going to want to hook back up again. So it is what it is. So I I don't really remember exactly to to answer that question. I just know that we did talk a couple more times, but at that point in time, it was like shooting a fish in a barrel. So there were so many other girls that really had um, no morals, just like us. So she just kind of went to the wayside and I probably forgot about her.
1: And that was, that was uh, the early two thousands in a nutshell, right? No, no morals. Yeah.
0: And I don't remember ever running into her like at the bars or anything. And maybe she, maybe she left school after that semester. I really don't know because it's kind of funny because I was at that university for another two or three, like two or two and a half years after that incident. And I had never seen her again in person after that ever. And fifteen thousand students and everybody frequenting like the same four bars, you would think that if she went to school there and the way I was a bar fly that I would have seen her again, right? Like right. at some point in time over the next two years or so, I would have ran into her and I never seen her again. So I I'm thinking that she probably left school for whatever reason, um that May and that was about it. And I I uh <laughs> The person that I was talking to was like, well, you, don't you remember her last name? And I'm like, you weren't around in the early 2000s, were you? <laughs> like, I <laughs> Fuck no, you're not going to remember the name of the girl that you, you – probably really, never knew it. I didn't I – kn- I knew her first name, and that was it. And um, I knew her first name, but that's it. I never, ever knew her last name. I don't think. If I did, it was probably like a – she told me, and then I forgot about it two seconds later when I was doing fucking keg stands.
1: Well, speaking so, of college, you know, we live um... – uh we live on a college campus and uh me and the the wife uh actually just probably an hour before we started recording here today uh we one we got back an hour ago but so probably about uh i don't know two o'clock we uh we got the kids in a little and the littlest one got a like a uh fucking is it a red rider wagon it's not a red rider wagon it's that like flyer, right? Yeah, the radio flyer. Yeah, Great. the radio flyer, but yeah. it, but it's like the big plastic, like the 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 Lamborghini radio flyer with a roof on it, and it's got seats in it, and a little table built into it. So uh, we took, huh? Big time, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and and uh, we put the one year old and the five year old in it, and uh, and we took the kids on a walk through campus, and uh, you know all those frat boys and sorority girls walking. I've never felt so fucking cool in my life, like just walking yeah. through campus with, with the kiddos and the, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they were
0: practicing uh, proper social distancing too.
1: I'm oh sure. no, nobody. No, those college kids aren't doing that. No, no, no. no. They're, They're playing fucking hacky sack and, and, and wearing their, their Bernie Sanders shirts and, and just still going about life. Like nothing's going on. Oh, very nice. Yeah.
0: I avoid my my local university just because I can't stand the Bernie Sanders fucks out there, and I just can't even deal with them. I want to mow them all down on the sidewalk when I drive by every fucking time. <laughs> 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 Ain't got to worry
1: about that now.
0: And their little fucking vape and their little fucking hipster fucking easy, haircuts. Easy, easy, cranks. easy, Goddamn.
1: easy, easy.
0: The only thing I'll give them
1: is their flannel shirts. That's all I'm giving them. I like their haircuts.
0: In their uh, their sweatpants that are super tight at the ankles, you know. Yeah, the,
1: and then at the crotch. Yeah. Yep. They show yeah. they show that imprint. Them uh, oh. them them brothers them black boys walking around campus with them gray sweats, they're really they're really wrestling monsters in there, man. That's man. if I was a lady, I'd be all over them. I'm telling you,
0: I'd get one of them if I were to wear pants like that. I'd have to get one of them wiener cups that we talked about a few weeks ago.
1: Oh yeah, but these boys these know. boys ain't wearing wiener cups. They're going no. they're going all natural all natural. I wonder what that would be like. Goddamn, uh, that'd be a That's... be a good way to go about life, all oh, recklessly. I would, I would
0: wear sweatpants. I'd wear boner pants every fucking day, everywhere I went. <laughs> I just league, I would just wear them every every day,
1: everywhere. I wouldn't, yeah, free ball in it too, no undies. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, speaking, and we're we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk a little bit more about some wieners. Uh, you know how we, you know how we do. And <laughs> I haven't, I haven't posted this. But shortly after uh, the last episode, um, I got someone posted on the page, and it—the dude was standing out in front of the of the penis museum that we were talking about. And I'm like, "Holy shit!" He was standing right out in front of the sign, and he—a he listener sent it, was. Yeah, he sent it to the show page, and I thought I, I'll have to go back and get it, and I'll, I'll post it to the page. I kept telling myself that I was going to, but then, of course, 37 beers later, and you forget. So yeah, he's standing, he's like speaking of the penis museum and he's standing right out in front underneath the sign. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> A listener. Like how fucking funny is that? Like I didn't, I tagged the, I tagged the museums in the post and stuff and you never know who's going to respond. And I didn't think we'd get really any response as far as that goes, but sure enough. Uh, was it Axel? No, it wasn't Axel. It was, Because uh,
1: I know he's one of our listeners that are, that live in, uh, I think Axel's in Germany though, right? Yeah, yeah. And the 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 Dick Museums in Iceland and oh, okay,
0: right here. I screenshot it and I'll post it on the show page. It was David, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correct correctly, so I apologize. David Adri Adriana. David A Andre yeah, Andre Andriana. A N D R E A N A. And it says, uh the caption was Since you guys were talking about it, dot dot dot. So yeah, it's uh he's standing underneath the sign. It says the Icelandic penis museum. Let me zoom in, it says The only one of its kind in the world, and then it has a bunch of Icelandic writing that I can't understand, and then there's like a clock above it, and he's, I'm going to post it. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty amazing. I meant to do that the other day, so shout out to David, and uh, you're the only one who's responded about the Dick Museum. I really appreciate that, because you know how we love our wieners around here.
1: Oh, all shapes and sizes, colors.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, so uh, yeah shout out to david for that and i'll I'll put that up this weekend so you can see it and i meant to do that earlier and like i said them goddamn keystone lights getting me or the or the peach crown or the vodka or whatever else it is so that's what happens when you drink you forget shit but you already knew that
1: oh yeah so how you holding together during this apocalypse oh man i mean
0: i uh i've been holding together great like i said before i mean shit i try to avoid people anyway because people piss me the fuck off so i've just been um just spending my time uh i made a bunch of higgins haven signs hand carved them got them ready to rock and roll been uh watching a lot of uh, i've had time to watch you know a lot of nikki glazer maybe or maybe not some nikki benz Wink, wink. Jason Baker has been tagging me on Nikki's Instagram posts. You little rascal. And I will say this, though. I mentioned in a comment, Jason Baker tagged me. I forget what it was. And then I mentioned in a comment that Nikki should model a show shirt. And she hasn't gotten back to me yet on this uh, yet this week. But we shall see. Um, I do have a little glimmer of hope because, you know, we love you, Nikki. We do. We love you. Nikki Benz is our favorite. Our she's our she's my favorite Nikki out of our Nikki's. I'm sorry, but she's gotta be my favorite for obvious reasons. Which one? Nikki Benz. She's gotta oh, be Oh, I'm top. going with Glazer. Oh man, I gotta go I, I gotta go N B on that one. I'm going with I'm going with G. It's a very tough race. It's a very tough race, but I gotta give it to Nikki. Uh but I can understand Nikki Glazer and and Nikki 6 buddy we have not forgotten about you either there's going to be some more Nikki 6 talk in a minute cuz god damn it we love our nikkies
1: yeah i'm taking Nikki 6 over both of them oh you're going you're definitely getting
0: some kind of clap out of that one but that's nothing do. <laughs> that, no. i don't think you can get it anymore
1: so i speaking of uh, the 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 coronavirus um me and, uh, I've got some exciting, uh, maybe for people, uh, during this pandemic, me and Jeremy Kinley, the owner of dark design studios and the guy that had the license that owned the, the license to the predator, uh, f- for, many years are, uh, teaming up and we're going to be releasing some, uh, mortal combat themed respirators that people can wear. Uh, so it'll be like a scorpion, a sub zero, um, uh, reptile, maybe a cabal, uh, maybe like a Cyrex and a sector, uh, respirators that you can wear out in public yeah. that uh that filter the air so that's, that's gonna be exciting yeah that, that'll be
0: pretty cool yeah absolutely all these exciting things going on during quarantine
1: you know I'm working on some stuff for William Douglas another listener of the podcast good fella good listener oh, yeah uh yeah I don't know if you know William
0: I know of William yes he's badass seems like dude a, good dude seems like a seems like a, an awesome guy yes absolutely we are connected on social media he's He's uh, liked some posts and shared some stuff for the show. We appreciate William.
1: I think a lot of William.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, and of course, his significant other, uh, Trish or Trisha. I can't remember which one it is. It's one or the other. But I, think it's, of course, I think it's Trisha. Yeah, I think it is, too. She, uh, she follows the show page, and she's liked some stuff and uh, try to reciprocate the, fa- <clears throat> the favor. Of course, she's a big horror fan. Of course, William's a fan of, of most of the stuff that we are, so... Yeah, definitely appreciate William. So, what yeah, Tricia von Schock. Okay, yeah. What are you working on for uh, for Will?
1: Uh, he he ordered a uh, a Part Five hood, but since I don't have the mold anymore, uh, I sold the mold off. He he contacted the guy that has the mold and got the guy to send a blank to me, and I'm going to be uh, finishing it and painting it up for him, and and then and then ship it. I think he's putting together a Part Five costume or something, maybe a okay. display.
0: Well, I asked about that before because that's the, the same mold that Tom Morga had worn in costume photo op. So who ended up having it? Who, who has that? So
1: goddamn... It's Justin Watson. Um, okay. I just, uh, I, and I have a lot of people contact me at least once a week. Somebody contacts me to get one of those. I just, uh, I, I don't want to do them anymore, but you know, I, and it's not that the other people that contacted me, it's not that I don't like them. I like, I like a, a lot of people of contact. I just think really highly of William. So, I I, I said yes to doing one for him. Uh, and uh, I, I just, I, you know, I did so many of them while I had that mold that they're not exciting for me anymore, and I just don't have any desire to do anymore. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's what's going on with that.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Fair enough. And speaking of listeners, got some more shout-outs. Of course, Brian Emmenheiser, South Jersey Jason, our, uh, our jack of all, what do we call him, the... The, the man of all jack offs I can't remember the jack like off that. of all trades the jack off of all trades that's what I was gonna say, so of course he's like our our mascot and we we appreciate his continuance of the funny memes he he most recently has inserted uh Kenton and I into some Tiger King memes, which were I don't know if they were disturbing or hilarious i'm the jury's <laughs> still out on that one. They're a combination of both when you see him, you're kind of like oh. God, that's weird. And then it's funny. So it's, you just kind of have to look at it for a minute.
1: I like the one that looks like, uh, it, it isn't Tiger King. It looks like a Civil War uh, drawing, painting. Oh, I was
0: I was just going to get to that. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the most recent one is like an oil painting that you would see from the 1800s. And you never know what they're doing in those paintings. It's just random shit. So I have to look at it. And it looked like me, you, and Brian, our heads are on top of these these, like, 1800s hunters, they're, like, hunting chickens or birds or something, and they're just sitting around with these dead birds laying on the ground with the guns, like, broken down, and it's it's kind of weird. I don't it's really my favorite understand. one. Yeah, it's probably my favorite one, too, because I just don't understand what the fuck's even going on, <laughs> and it makes no sense to me. Brian looks like he's like smoking a cigarette or something. And I'm like, I want to be the one smoking the cigarette. Like, well, can't I be the
1: one smoking? It's be funny because it's such a random picture with no context or anything. Like, yeah.
0: what the this? <laughs> I mean, didn't everybody smoke cigarettes in 1863?
1: Oh, That's- dude, everybody smoked cigarettes in in 1960. I watched the Andy Griffith show. One of the things that uh, so one of the things that I've been doing during this quarantine, what little free time I do have, is watching the Andy Griffith show. I don't know if you watch it, but goddamn, it's good. No. Uh, before they went, I liked the black and white episodes before Barney Fife moved to the big city. But uh, one thing you'll immediately notice about that show, everybody smoking cigarettes. So just as recently as the 60s. But honestly, man, from what I can remember, even in the 90s, everybody was smoking cigarettes.
0: I was going to say, I thought everybody smoked cigarettes until 2005.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is a new thing. Nobody smoked. It's rare to find a smoker these days. I don't even smoke anymore, and I smoked two packs of cigarettes or a pack of cigarettes a day for probably 10 years yeah i, I smoke the
0: majority of my adult life and i,
1: I don't smoke anymore but i haven't I had remember- a cigarette in probably
0: three years so yeah you're right though i mean i remember as a kid in the 80s and going over to grandma's house and there would be an ashtray on every table one next to every fucking piece of furniture the big concrete uh stand ashtrays that were like 10 pounds you had to go dump in the garbage
1: like I mean, everybody smokes cigarettes. Yeah, and your you aunt would be dinner. holding a three-month-old baby and ashes yeah. would be falling on its forehead. Everybody talking at the,
0: at the dinner table eating fried chicken and mashed potatoes, and there'd be a cigarette. Everybody had a lit cigarette next to them. Yeah, everybody. Just the, uh,
1: there's just a smoky cloud in the entire room that you can't even see somebody four foot away. Oh, yeah.
0: that was, And that's right after the grease fire from all the, the fried chicken on top of that. So it's just yeah. a cloud, this thick. You know, you go outside and you just smell like a sack of
1: assholes. Yeah, those are the good old days. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, that's <clears throat> absolutely. I think that's how I got my voice that people comment on. I think it was from chicken
1: grease in the air and cigarettes in the 80s. You definitely have a uh, like a, like a 60-year-old smoker's voice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So,
0: and of course, me smoking cigarettes did not help that at all. So... Yeah, so uh, shout out to Brian, and uh, I don't, I can't remember if I gave a shout out or not. I, I'm not gonna go back and listen uh, last week, but I, I can't remember if I remember if I gave a shout out to Josh from Instagram, aka at Horror Daddy85, for wearing his Camp Blood Radio hoodie from Slasher Graphics at the Blairstown Museum out in front of the Friday the Thirteenth exhibit back in uh, Blairstown on March 13th, 2020. Oh yeah, I saw that. Good looking man i can't remember if i gave him a shout out last episode i may or may not have but like i said i'm gonna do it again Uh, i just actually posted that picture to the show page and uh with him and sjj i just posted that to the show's facebook page and josh's wife megan actually let me know that their four-year-old or soon-to-be four-year-old daughter savannah was there with josh and i have a picture of her and josh in the hoodie and she's wearing a jason costume that I, and I'll actually post that to the show page later too. So if we have a mystery birthday, Savannah, happy birthday from us here at the show and go check out Savannah's costume page on Instagram. They started for her, which is, uh, at mini Jason 13. Apparently she loves dressing up as Jason. So check that out and help her, uh, help her gain a following. There's several young cosplayers out
1: there that have pretty, um, uh, pretty successful Instagram pages. So also, uh, I'm pretty sure you saw it, but our good friend uh, Chris Ferrucci at Slasher House, or Slash House Studios is still cranking out busts, and they look fucking amazing. So you should go check him out, too.
0: Absolutely. He just posted three drunk uncles. God,
1: they look good, too. Oh, that's a lot of drunk uncle going on in that oh, picture. Oh, yeah.
0: It's beautiful <laughs> thing. Yeah, I got to have one of those. I'm, I'm, they look I'm amazing. What, guess what? Thanks, Donald Trump, for the stimulus check, because guess what? I know what I'm getting.
1: That thing ain't ever coming in.
0: I'm going to buy about four of them just so I can just so I can stare at them everywhere. <laughs> They're so beautiful. I love that three sculpt.
1: You really think everybody's going to get get a stimulus check? I just read a I don't
0: remember what government website it, it was, but it said they were going to start depositing as of Wednesday.
1: No shit. Wow. OK. Yeah. So next week. Yeah. I'm so, fortunate in the aspect that I still have a job, but I hope yeah. everybody else. Everybody else gets that for the sake of, you know, the hard times that everybody else have fallen on.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you'll be able to, you'll be able to get yours and oh. get one too. And then you can, uh, you can go out and buy a few extra bottles of peach crown and buy you a drunk uncle too.
1: It's not really a check. People keep saying, you know, capitalism, yada, 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 or not a uh, capitalism, socialism, yada, yada, yada. Uh, this is uh this is a loan. This isn't really a, a, a give you some money check. You're, you're going to pay this off next year when you, when you do your taxes. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. It ain't free money, bitches. No. Nope. It's your bubble. It's not. It.
0: Enjoy it while you can, I guess. Go buy, go buy some things that you don't need, like everybody else does at tax
1: time. Like a tiger, only yeah, two thousand
0: dollars. Yeah, absolutely. I, I learned that by watching the Tiger King fucking shit show. That was Jesus. God,
1: God. I love that show. Oh, uh, he reminds me of like half my uncles.
0: I really think that that zoo should have been in in Kentucky.
1: Oh was, yeah. Oh, he would have flourished. Absolutely. So.
0: Yeah, I'm, that's that's the hot thing on social media, and we talk about it. But frankly, I'm just fucking sick and tired of seeing things about it as it is. So let alone talk about it. So we will move on from the Tiger King. Other yeah,
1: than, uh, I'm I'm sick of it. Other than
0: it, Trump's probably going to pardon him, I wouldn't be surprised if he does. So, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, and fuck Carol Baskin, we'll go ahead and say that too.
1: Yeah, fuck her. That yeah, that's the biggest takeaway from that show is that woman is a is the devil. Yes, she is. So,
0: all right, one more shout out, then we'll move on. Shout out to, to Drunk Dan, Drunk Dan Johnson. So we heard from Dan again, and I will read you the correspondence from Mr. Johnson here. And Mr. Johnson says, hang on one moment here. I had a pull, po- okay, here we go. So this was, uh, this was just a week ago. <clears throat> uh, Dan says, hey, Quakers, not really sure. Not really. Does that mean we're Mormon?
1: I don't know. The Quakers were like, uh, I'm not even going to go into it because I might be wrong. So never mind.
0: Okay. well, I'm not Mormon. So if that's what that means, I'm not Mormon or AC or whatever those people are. I don't know. Uh, so I, I don't know what that is, but okay. So I know you guys are in different time zones, but I'm a video editor, so I'm a night owl. Don't worry about responding to this. I doubt the chime will wake you if you drink 19 Keystone Lights though, or perhaps if you live in Alabama mania, whole bunch of freaks over there. Sorry. I didn't mean that. Yes, I did. I'm feeling my way through pod slash vodcasting. It's not as easy as you guys make it look. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the seamless product you two put out. I just made episode two. Sigh. We will get there. Anyways, thanks for giving me a super high bar to aspire to for real. Love you guys. Hope you are healthy and getting through this situation as best as possible. I think my wife and kid hate me by now. Hashtag quarantines are fun. And then he sent the YouTube link to his uh, Death Curse Diatribe channel. And we did respond back. And here's what I told Dan. You want to know what I told Dan?
1: What'd you tell him? I said, even though I was a part of the group, what did you tell
0: him? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you even, it doesn't even show that you've seen, oh yeah, you have seen it. But you didn't respond, so (laughs) my response was, thanks, Dan. Your kind words are appreciated, but I will tell you this. The conversation between Drunk Uncle Kenton and I is unedited and unscripted. We have hung out numerous times in real life, and it really is just a natural flow, so it makes it easy for me as a producer. Keep at it, and it will get easier for you. Hope you're healthy, too. Stay safe out there, and thanks for continuing to listen to us babble. So Dan said, good advice. Thank you very much. I'm not actually as mentally unhinged as I appear. A little booze makes me appear like a nut job anyway. Stay safe, guys. I said
1: right on. I like Dan.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dan, Dan, um we like Dan. We don't we're not trying to jab you. Go check out his uh YouTube. It's I believe it's it's Death Curse Diatribe.
1: Yes, it it's, is. Yeah. Two episodes. And it's good. Up. It's good. It's actually interesting. And it's I Friday the 13th this. oriented. Yes, absolutely. I will say this. I have not watched episode
0: two yet of the length that he sent me. I did watch the first one. We talked about that on the last episode and I will get around Dan. I will get around to watching episode two, but I've been busy watching uh, some other, some other smut TV. And uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But once I'm done with that, you're on my list. You're on my watch list, buddy. So uh, be patient. I'll let you know what we think about that too. So shout out to drunk Dan Johnson and let's see moving on that's that uh, yeah i guess that's all we got for shout outs as far as that goes so back to back to the nikki talk and like i said i've i've watched a lot of nikki glazer because because we love our nikkies and you know nikki glazer had an interesting point on one of her shows that i really it really caught my attention and that was when you stay at a hotel which i know you've spent spent many a nights in hotels like I have. Oh, yeah. Stop jizzing all over the room, she said. So there were maids that she was interviewing, and they talk about how they find jizz on the doorknobs and all these random places and how utterly disgusting it is all over the beds and anywhere near the beds. And they were encouraging people to stop jizzing all over the room because it's unnecessary to jizz on the doorknobs. Why Uh, the fuck? That's just wrong who gets up and is like oh i am about done i'm going to run over and jizz on the doorknob
1: Have well you i don't done- do that that's 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 disgusting but i'll just I'll, blow out in the floor i think you would admit to it if you did it right oh absolutely yeah i'll i'll, I'll bust out in the floor but i
0: mean the doorknobs and the, and like all over the ranch i mean i i i forget all the the locations but they were like on the alarm clock on the lamp post wait this the- is a thing that people do that's what these maids were saying it was, on her, it was on her show called, I forget what which show it was, and it was a clip from like a couple of years ago. It wasn't anything super, super new, but it was just a random YouTube clip, like a five-minute segment or whatever of the episode, because you got to watch it in clips on YouTube, and yeah, these maids, she was interviewing them, and they were saying, yeah, they were requesting that people stop jizzing all over the fucking rooms. That's so- fucking hilarious. Like the doorknobs, I'm like seriously. I, I like,
1: stay in motels all the time, and even I think this is hilarious. I, ugh. But think about
0: <laughs> like you're saying you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna let it rip on the on the floor. Why would you yeah. even do that? Do I don't know.
1: I don't. I home? mean, it's just like I don't do that at home. No, but like there, it's like pff, whatever. Funny? Is it funny? I don't know. No, it's not like a. I guess it's people act like animals in, in a True. motel room, and that's just the animal. Oh, I got a funny motel. So one time, me and my wife. Where uh state it was New year's Eve 2013 I believe maybe, and um we were we had got a motel room I don't remember why, but uh we were enjoying ourselves new year's eve and and we had at the time you know we had a young boy our our boy he was younger at the time, and I don't know probably about one o'clock he uh he went to sleep, and we were just kind of hanging out drinking, just you know being quiet in our room and the the room next to us was wild. They were wild. Now the the music blaring and, and I put up with it for about an hour and I was like, fuck this. I'm gonna go say something. So, uh, I went and beat on the door and I heard the music cut off inside the room. And, uh, the, the door swung open and standing there was a, she was probably in her late forties, uh, she was just wearing her socks. It was the only thing she had on, just her socks. Oh, and nice. she looked me, she looked me. No, it wasn't nice. No, it, Okay. No, you <laughs> had to see this lady. Right. It wasn't nice. Uh and I first off, I did like a head to toe, like, what the fuck is going on here? And then looked over her shoulder. And there were <laughs> there were two like uh probably in their late 30s dudes in there with her. It was just two dudes and her and they were both in their tidy whities in their underwear, and one of them was standing on the bed holding a guitar. Oh, nice. And <laughs> And that and was like, uh, and I just did that for a second, because you you're just you not expecting that. you know. No. I, had this, I had this script in my head of what I was going to say. Hey, you need to fucking keep it down in here. I've got a kid sleeping in the room next door, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but at, whenever that door swung open, I had nothing to say. I was just at a loss for words. And then I was like, uh, we got a kid next door. Do y'all like, it's really loud in here. And she was like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're fine. You want to come in? And I was like, no, I'm good. And, uh, and then were like, all right. And then one of the dudes standing on the bed was like, all right, dude, we'll be quiet. And I was like, all right, cool. You guys have fun. And, uh, and that happened to me and a have but I just can't, those are the kind of guys I'm imagining that are just busting out on the doorknobs and the alarm clocks and, and in the hair dryer, like inside the hair dryer, you know they do that probably so that probably, when the lady yeah. turns <clears throat> on the hair dryer, it just blows into their hair.
0: So think about this next time you walk in the hotel room. How many people have just jizzed all over that door handle and all over the carpet and in, everywhere in between the bathroom? So <clears throat> the next time you go to jizz on the floor next to the bed, think about how many other people beat you to it.
1: <clears throat> well, You're... I stomp it into the carpet. I mean,
0: God, I just what what the fuck is wrong with people?
1: And, you know, if you do it on the sheets, it's not that big a deal because they get washed. So I'll do that. I'll just blow out on the sheets.
0: That's a normal thing, though. That's normal. And, you know, it's going to get sometimes you have puddles. I mean, it just happens. It's just normal. It's a normal part of banging, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's not a big deal if it's on the sheets. That's to be expected. And every now and again, maybe on the the comforter. I mean, even Nikki Glaser said she likes to take the sheet and kind of kind of run it up between her legs. So she doesn't wake up with a soggy vagina in the morning.
1: Well, so, don't do it on the comforter because they don't wash that part.
0: Yeah, and that's what the that's what the goddamn um, the maids were saying, that the comforters are just full of pecker tracks.
1: Yeah, uh, that's the first thing you need to – look, I've got a lot of experience with motel rooms. You do too with conventions. Oh, yeah. The first thing you need to do when you get in a motel room, take that comforter off, throw it in the corner. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I get it. I get it jizzing on the bed itself. I get that. And, and you know, sometimes you can't control where it goes because it's got some speed to it. So, if you're trying to if you're trying to do the porn star finish or whatever, and and to each their own, I'm not going to criticize how you choose to uh, how you choose to do your thing. So I get it if it's on the bed, you know, maybe it hit the headboard, maybe it maybe it did go off the edge of the bed onto the floor. It just depends on the angles, the shots and angles. I get it, but just to be purposely jizzing on the
1: floor, shame on you. Well, I just figure this is what I figure. <laughs> shame I, on I, you. I I I w- I'll only wear socks in a motel room. <laughs> and uh I, like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna blast something that i feel like people are gonna touch you know like a table or maybe the tv buttons or the or the or the knobs on the inside on the dresser
0: stand on, on top it's, of the bible
1: yeah like if it, the way i look at it like if you're not walking around a motel room in socks then then that's on, on you bro on you. That that's on you bro that's true uh, i'm respectful with where it lands for the I'm gonna
0: mot- start i'm gonna start sleeping inside of a garbage bag
1: yeah. I'm not even going to get on the bed. <laughs> that's really the only you're way see. you're going to be safe inside a motel room. And I will say this: if I'm staying at, staying at, staying at like a, a Ramada or a, or a nice motel, oh, I'm I'm going into a into a napkin or something. Yeah, uh, I'm respectful. Yeah. I got you.
0: Well, that's good to know. You're not a complete savage. Then you do have some <laughs> sort of morals
1: behind you. Yeah, if it's like a thirty-five dollar room, fuck it. I'm blowing wherever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause Ex- everybody on else top of has. The Bible. You're not going to jizz on the Bible. I'm probably just blowing out on like a, like if you like pulled that carpet up, there's probably hooker blood that I'm just blowing out on top of anyway. What does oh, it matter? I'm sure. I'm sure.
0: But I mean, who actually takes the time to get up out of bed and run over to the bathroom doorknob and jizz on the doorknob? Why would you even, that's a waste to me. You yeah, probably that's, didn't make it anyway. To, I mean, just, that's kind of a walk.
1: That's just disrespectful. And it's too much physical activity. Exactly. Um, and you got to time it. No, nah, nah. Yeah. that's just disrespectful. Yeah. I know, I know.
0: What's what the fuck is wrong with people?
1: It's upsetting. So,
0: animals, goddamn animals. So be careful out there. Uh, take a couple of garbage sacks. Cut the cut holes for the arms. Uh, wear your latex gloves. Maybe you sleep with your into N1000 mask or uh, whatever. Uh, put a garbage bag. Just just cover yourself. Just duct tape garbage bags all over you, so that way, that way you're not getting all over the. Uh, the, uh, I don't even know what's on the bed. It's hard to say Cause it's not. And just wear jizz, socks in your motel
1: room. Wear socks. Yeah,
0: I was. I'm gonna start sleeping in my shoes. Yeah, <laughs> because it's not just the juice that's all over the bed. It's fucking spilled Mad Dog and Keystone Light and
1: fucking other body body bodily fluids. Fucking, oh my god! Just the look. People rent it. motel rooms in their hometown when they plan on doing unholy un ungodly things. Exactly. And and people do that all the time. Whenever I was a teenager, we did that. I know you did too. Everybody does that growing up. And, oh, and if the walls of a motel room could talk, they wouldn't, they would just cry. But
0: if you, let's say that you didn't rent the hotel room and let's say that somebody, a friend of yours, parents were gone for the weekend or whatever. Did you jizz on their floor? You uh, didn't treat it like a hotel room, did you? How drunk am I? I mean, moderate, moderate to blackout.
1: Let me think about it.
0: Blackout probably down.
1: not. Probably Blackout.
0: not. Yeah, probably not. Because you had more respect for that. I mean,
1: I Yeah, I just there's no respect for a motel room. I get it.
0: I get it. But goddamn the uh I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you would think we'd be immune to the goddamn uh canola virus if we've stayed in a lot of Jiz rooms.
1: For fuck's yeah. sake.
0: God damn. Crazy. So <clears throat> Nikki also had an interesting clip of a nice talk that she had with one of, my, one of my favorite doctors out there, the fantastic Dr. Drew. Isn't he just a great guy?
1: Such a great guy. I don't like Dr. Drew. I don't like Dr. Phil. I don't Fuck like Dr. Phil. I like Dr. Drew, though. So I like Dr. Dre. That's oh, Dr. Dre is. is
0: the best doctor, period. Uh, Dr. Dre and Dr. J are the top two doctors on the planet, as far as I'm Who's Dr. Concern. J? Julius Irving, the basketball player, dummy.
1: Oh, I don't know him.
0: Come on. So, anyways, uh, I like Dr. Drew, and he gave some interesting advice to Nikki, and, and I was unaware of this, and, you, you know, you do learn something every day, and he told her, absolutely, to stay away from gas station boner pills. You believe
1: that? He, he told that to who? I'm sorry, this is unprofessional. It is, as always.
0: Who? <laughs> he told that to who? To Nikki Glazer. She was interviewing him about some sexual stuff, and he told her to stay away from gas station boner pills. She was taking those? I doubt she was taking them. She was getting her boyfriend to take them? I don't I doubt it. They were just talking about sexual things.
1: Oh, he was just throwing out general advice.
0: Yes. And okay, were, okay,
1: okay.
0: And they were in the why? gas station.
1: Did he say why?
0: Yes, he's for a multitude of reasons. He said that you could possibly die from them.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: He said very commonly that people who abuse gas station boner pills get a super uh a super boner that lasts for like two hours and or don't go away. And they have to go to the hospital and they have to like, they have to like, uh, release the pressure with like a needle.
1: Well, so that explains a lot.
0: That's going to be a real awkward doctor visit right there. It is. Trust me. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to have one of those. (laughs) No, thanks. But I think that back in the day, I can like remember people talking about buying gas station boner pills. Yeah. A four loco with it, or or a bunch of Red Bull and vodka, so they'd be able to just be like King Dingaling with the college sluts.
1: Yeah, you always find those pills at the at the ghetto gas stations.
0: Yeah, or at the college gas
1: stations, right up there in the little glass
0: case that have all the funny like. I I always crack up when I'm like, when I would be like buying a pack of cigarettes, I'm like laughing at the names of the boner pills, like fucking hilarious names. But he said that you should stay away from them because they are bad news. So. I could picture you back in like 2005.
1: Oh, nothing but positive results, my friend.
0: Yeah, but but then again, like why don't I mean, when I was 23 years old, like if a if a, a nice-looking young lady walked by or even if you just smelled the perfume in the air, you had you had super boner.
1: Yeah, but you know just the experimentation, just fun and then also, you know, if you know you're going to be drinking a fifth of tequila, you know, you know what extreme amounts of, of high potency alcohol does, uh, you know, yeah. you just pop a few of those bad boys uh, you and wanna, go out and have a good.
0: If you thought maybe you were going to get whiskey wiener later.
1: Yeah. 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 Wanted to, try to prevent whiskey wiener. And, 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 things- and that can, that can shine through that.
0: Yeah. And, and you think to yourself, you're standing there buying your pack of uh, cigarettes and you're like, you know what? I'm going to show you, I'm going to get these uh, gorilla pills and I'm going to take those to sidestep Mr. Jack Daniels. And I'm going to show him a thing or two. And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, – I'm just going to take the inadequate wiener to Poundtown later. Yeah, fuck
1: you, Jack. Yeah, fuck I'm you. I'm playing for you. I got a <laughs>
0: plan for you. You're not shutting this shit down. <laughs> it's like that right now.
1: I just circumnavigated your plans, Jack. All right. We're
0: going to do it like Lionel Richie all night long up in this pitch. <laughs> I'm going to have a two-hour boner. I like that.
1: Now you know looking back thinking about what Dr Drew you said said though I, I'm imagine I'm I imagine that uh just just judging off what he said that's probably I'm assuming those pills are probably an upper and alcohol is a downer so that's actually technically probably speedballing and uh no. and and not a good My you know 33 year old kent with high blood pressure that's overweight uh that, that would probably kill me I don't want to do that
0: I just thought when I when he said that I actually thought of you I'm like I bet Kent did that I I bet he did I bet that Oh it, yeah military oh, Right. You guys dared each other to take boner pills and drink jack or something like oh, that. Oh
1: yeah. We uh we were experimenting with anything that you could buy over the uh like um and this isn't to do with those, but uh if you remember when synthetic drugs were, were big, like uh Spice and Serenity and oh, uh yeah. what was that one that I loved? Uh uh fuck. Salvia. I don't know if you remember Salvia. Oh, oh dude, I loved game. Salvia. K two. Yeah. And we did all those Never mind, we didn't do any of those.
0: Talking about smoking incense and getting 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 uh, getting loopy.
1: This was all actually before the military. This was probably two thousand and nine, two thousand and eight. Whenever I was in college, whenever we were experimenting with all this stuff, but I loved salvia. It would come in a little purple, like look dip looking can, and uh, it's illegal now, I believe. But you talk about a fucking trip, dude. Oh my! Did you
0: ever touch salvia? Oh fuck no, I wasn't gonna smoke incense.
1: Oh God. (laughs) It was so much fun. And it only lasted, it would hit you like a brick, like, like a hundred and fifty thousand mile per hour Porsche. You would go from sober to fucking on another planet in 0.3 seconds. It would last about 10, 15 minutes. And then it would go away just as quickly as it came. So you could go to somebody's house, smoke this stuff, have a trip like no other, and then just drive home 100% sober. That's how quick it came and went. It was awesome. The,
0: the closest I got to incense was drinking that hipster IPA bullshit. I ain't smoking no incense. I'll tell you that. No way.
1: <laughs> well, all this stuff was legal then. Uh, you know, this was uh, – there was another one called Serenity. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember – I don't remember what it technically was. It looked like weed, but uh, it was also a good time, and I remember it made my kneecaps really cold. Yeah. I
0: mean, just, just no uh, – yeah, No thanks. No thanks. But, yeah, stay away from boner pills, the gas station boner pills. I mean, I guess if you have an issue, maybe you should go see your – have an awkward doctor visit and maybe get some, I guess, prescription boner pills, I guess is what Dr. Drew was getting at. Stop fucking around with the gas station gorilla wiener pills or whatever they call them. Um, Yeah, not good.
1: So. It'll oh, kill you.
0: Yeah, it could potentially kill you. So you don't need
1: to be getting uh, sexual substances at a at a place where you can buy a fifty cent hat and a yeah. four loco. Yeah, exactly.
0: And or maybe maybe you should just find a nice young lady who's better than the one that you had before, and stay away from Jack Daniels.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the best. Well,
0: yeah, you don't have to stay away from it, but don't drink too much of it. Don't do that because you don't want to get <sighs> you. Don't, that that that's your that's your your enemy. So that's just that's just our advice, I suppose. Yeah. So we're not doctors. No, we're not doctors. We're not Doctor Dre's. No, we're not. We're not Dr. Dre's by any means, nor Dr. J's. So yeah, yeah. But fun stuff always when it comes to Nikki Glazer. That's why we love her so much. She's got such good content. So just the best. Absolutely. Love her to death. She's been in quarantine in St. Louis, at her parents' house, apparently. And uh She's still doing some shows, doing some podcasts. So, but yeah, it's uh, sucks right now. We got to get past all this shit so we can get back to to normal programming, if you will. So, and to get back on Nikki Six before I forget about that, like I mentioned, uh, the thing with him is my fear is that this goddamn Chinese clap is going to get the upcoming Motley Crue stadium tour canceled. Damn it! So well, I don't they're at an age voice. where it could kill him. Yeah, I don't want. I want to get to see my boys jam out. So, fucking Chinese flu. So, I, I mean, there's still a couple more months. It, it hasn't been canceled yet, but I'm going to go ahead and safely, probably safely assume that they're going to shut that shit down too.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. They will.
0: And Absolutely. and I'm not even, I'm really, a, it's not even Nikki Six. Vince Neil, I mean, shit, he's been a train wreck for years. But Nikki Six. it is what it is. And Tommy Lee, of course, but... I mean Mick Mars is like my like guitar idol. I, I mean, that's like one of the
1: baddest ass dudes on the planet. He and, don't say and, all, he don't say yeah. a whole lot.
0: Very quiet. But
1: damn, damn. talk about and this this Larinavirus would definitely take him out. Oh God, he looks rough, man. I just looked yeah. him up. He looks rough. He's
0: like seventy, but he looks skeletal with that disease that he's got all hunched over and
1: fucks his neck and back up, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's got. Um, I forget the name of the. Uh, I forget the name of the condition that he's got, but it's just getting worse with age. So, I'm sure. Yeah, he's somebody that if if he contracted that, holy shit.
1: He has ankylosing spondylitis, an inflammatory okay. form of arthritis that mainly affects the spine and pelvis.
0: Well, fairly recently, his son Les Paul Deal, who actually lives in Kentucky, he lives in Louisville. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yep. He uh he's building custom guitars and they built they built an axe for Mick and it's orange and I guess from what he said is is Mick had numerous guitars built over the years. And when you're a multimillionaire like him, you can just have whatever you want built. But I for, I guess from what he was saying that Mick was never really able to get the Cadillac guitar that he wanted. Like he would order it, but when, when it came from the custom shop, it wasn't exactly what he wanted. There was always some little minor detail that they didn't get right. So this guitar that they made for him in Kentucky, uh, apparently had everything that Mick always wanted. And there was videos of, of Mick, him giving it to his dad. And then of course, Mick plugs it in and to hear that thing loud and proud. Holy shit. I mean, Mick Mars I argue with people all the time. He might not be the most precise guitar player out there, but goddamn, he's one of the most badass. I mean, look—you don't have Motley Crue without Mick Mars.
1: Oh That's, no, um, well, you don't have Motley Crue without any of them.
0: Well, I, I disagree with that because you can replace Tommy, you can replace Nikki, Vince, vocalist. I mean, you've seen what happened when they when they uh, got rid of Vince and went with John Karabi. The band just wasn't the same. So. But the guitar, Mick has such a unique sound, and he's never told anybody, well, I'm sure there's people that know, but they just haven't said anything. But his amp combination and his his whole stack setup, that there's just something different when that guy plugs in. The guitar sound, I, I tell people it's like a Godzilla guitar. It's loud, it's aggressive, and I cannot think of a single person that sounds like that. You listen to Poison, you listen to any of the hair bands from around that or similar bands from around those times. And none of them have that aggressive guitar sound to them. I'm still going to go with, I'm
1: sorry. I'm, you might think it's un-American. I'm going to go with slash.
0: That's a different sound though. It is. It's a different sound. Slash does not have that, that just obnoxious ground pounding Godzilla, like engulf everything. Nobody Okay, Fair enough. Okay. I mean, think about like, if like, Crank up, crank up GNR and then go crank up Motley Crue and slash just does, just does not have the sound that Mick Mars has. I, I've tried to find somebody to compare him to. And I'm not saying that he's, like I said, he's not the most precision guitar player out there by any means. I always say he's one of the greatest just because I can't find anybody that sounds like him.
1: Okay. So, okay.
0: But yeah, the guys I don't really combined.
1: know a lot. Like I watched the 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 Motley Crue movie Dirt, and yep. it was fucking amazing. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, I watched it three or four times. It's so good. Oh yeah, they did a great job. But Machine again, Gun Kelly is a great Tommy Lee.
0: It's kind of like uh, the Straight Outta Compton movie. That movie was I enjoyed that movie, but it's hard to cram a Hall of Fame band in a two hour block and really okay, so cover. I forgot shit. that
1: Straight Outta Compton exists. That I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to write that down and watch it tonight. Oh, it's great. I mean, if you're if you're a rap fan, of course, which you are, you'll love it. They did a nice oh, job. Oh, I love of, rap. Especially you know. that, like, early, early 90s, late 80s rap. Yep. So, yeah. Is I'm, it worth watching?
0: Oh, absolutely. It, fuck yeah, I've watched it. I've watched it probably four or five times. Yeah, if you Shame haven't seen it, it, I mean, it's easy. been out for five years. It's been out for five years. So, if you haven't seen it, you've been missing out.
1: Yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. Who do they have playing uh, Dr. Dre? That's my favorite. I don't know the dude's name. I couldn't.
0: Jason Mitchell is playing Easy E. They passed up on little Easy E, his son, to play the part. Ice Cube's son, O'Shea, Junior, plays Ice Cube, and I can't remember the dude that plays Doctor Dre. He was on The Walking Dead,
1: but I can't remember. Ice what Cube's his name. son plays Ice Cube. Yeah. Oh. He, looked, he looks ass. more
0: like Ice Cube in 1988 than Ice Cube looked like Ice Cube in 1988. <laughs> It's fucking weird when you see him. You're like, wow!
1: Holy shit, dude! I just it's looked it up. Weird. Holy fucking hell! <laughs> That's yeah. freaky.
0: And it's it's directed by F. Gary Gray. He did some other uh, he he did some other uh, movies that I know you've seen, but yeah, they did a good job with it. So, yep, yeah, definitely check that out. So hopefully the Chinese clap doesn't ruin the stadium tour because I had potentially two spots that I was going to check them out uh, that weren't sold out yet. They were getting close. But they turn the. I guess the ticket sales aren't available right now. So until they figure out what's going to happen with the uh, the cancellation, I've seen talks where they're going to do all they can to avoid it, and then I've seen talks where it's going to be a, a go. But until I guess uh, our our president, and still your president by the way, Donald J. Trump decides what he's going to do with the shutdown situation, yeah, I'd say that shit's going to get yacked. Yeah, I think so too. So all right, on to some other shit. Uh, some Friday stuff. So looks like uh, a few things that we got to talk about before we get to our main question that we're going to answer for this episode. And Fear the Dark has a new resin six bust out. It Looks fucking badass. I think I'm going to have to buy one. One of the looks like one of potentially one of the best six sculpts that I've seen in a while. They knocked this one out of the park. So check them out on Facebook, on Instagram, Fear the Dark Studios. It's not uh, it's all they did is post a picture of the clay sculpt. It's not been molded yet. At least I don't think they've posted any pictures. If they did, I missed it. But damn, they did a badass job. Total for Westcott, our friend over at A New fear Customs, he released his Part 3 bust, which he says was his first sculpt ever. And it's now available to the public. And for his first sculpt ever, i got to give him some props because it looks pretty goddamn good. So he uh, posted a picture of it with a, a green shirt. And uh, he's had a few painted up, so it looks like he's had some sales. You can check him out on Facebook or Instagram also. I don't know if, if you've seen either of those two yet or not, but if you haven't, you need to check them out there, drunk uncle.
1: Okay. I'm looking at I'm actually I'm trying to keep up. I went to to Fear of the Dark and then you went into new kind of fear. So I'm like rapidly topping away here trying to look at this stuff. Um yeah. Man, Tophers the shit, isn't he?
0: He's just like we said. He's one of those guys that's just naturally talented, like Oz. Yeah,
1: he is. He is. He he's great I mean, at anything he tries. Yeah, I mean, just seems like whatever they
0: touch just turns out, turns out good. Anything they do. So I'm I'm anxious to see what he comes up with with as his his experience level increases. Because look at Oz. I mean, there ain't there's nothing that guy can't do. So
1: now Oz can do anything he wants. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, it, and it infuriates me. Oh my God. Fucking <laughs> fuck you, Oz. Just piss us off left and right with your talent. For fucking real, bullshit. fuck you. <laughs> just do whatever you want and be good at it. It's fucking <laughs> bullshit.
0: My, name, my name's Oz. I just do whatever I want to do because Ooh, I can Look at me.
1: I'm Oz. I can skunk <laughs> and I can do. You think you can do that? Well, I can do it better. And then he does it better and he it pisses it me off. God damn. Fucking Oz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Also, uh Fear of the Dark. Um, now I, I was I was uh, I was familiar with 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 these guys, um, but uh, they're also really. I'm, I was looking for the six that you were talking about, and I'm not seeing anything about it. But he is. Looks like he's working on a Jason goes to hell sculpt, and it looks fucking phenomenal.
0: It should just be a couple posts down from that. If you're seeing that, just scroll down a little farther, or go to Instagram. Maybe it's maybe it's quicker on Instagram.
1: Oh mm-hmm. yeah, there it is. Okay. Oh wow. Oh yeah, dude, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's a fucking beast. Yeah, that's beautiful.
0: All right. So our main Friday the 13th discussion for this episode. Now, I've seen people over the years on social media here and there randomly say, talk about Jason in the what we refer to as the zombie form. I see people saying zombie. Some people are saying Jason was supernatural. Jason was this. Jason was that. And if you've listened to Kenton and I in past episodes, we've always referred to him as zombie Jason. And on this episode, that's what we're going to address. Was Jason really a zombie? So, Drunk Uncle, according to the definition on the interwebs, let him have it.
1: So, uh, it is not Joe Biden, but uh, a zombie is a fictional undead being created through the reanimation of a corpse. Zombies are most commonly found in horror and fantasy genre works. The term comes from Haitian folklore in which a zombie is a dead body reanimated through various methods, most commonly magic. So, you want to do my opinion on this and then yours? Absolutely. <clears throat> okay, so a lot of uh a lot of uh, debates on 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 zombie Jason begin at was he a zombie in part 4, right? That's what a lot of people cuz I think we all agree that he that from 6 on he was most definitely undeniably a zombie. Would you would you agree with that? Yes. So so w- the question is is he a zombie in part 4? I think that's cuz 5 is Roy. 5 is is completely exempt from this conversation. Uh we know he's not in in 1 2 or 3. So it it all comes I think this entire con, con- conversation comes down to 4. So what do you think? Was he a zombie in part 4?
0: Well, I when I first thought about the question, I was I would address it from 6 forward. Okay, okay. So, because when you see the uh, the direct continuation in four, it's just kind of like, well, the axe wound didn't do the job, kind of thing,
1: right? Okay. So, so in even in the definition, it says when a when a dead body is reanimated through various methods, the yeah. zombie was reanimated via lightning strike through the fence pole. Therefore, yes, Jason is definitely a zombie, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yes, and then there's there's direct evidence of that in part six, obviously. So my thing with some of these people in their comments over the years and them saying, well, Jason can't be a zombie because Jason's not eating people. Zombies eat people. Well, we got to back the train up because the original definition of a zombie never said anything about eating brains.
1: Yeah. And in, and actually in Haiti where zombies originated, they were never eating people. They were used as slaves to do like I I don't know if you knew that, but, uh if you if you look into like haitian folklore the zombies then are are were reanimated for for slave work like farming and 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 stuff like that they were never attacking people and eating their brains so uh that, i mean that eating people has not always been like a staple of of the zombie
0: yeah that that didn't come around until way later way later until
1: hollywood got a hold of it
0: basically i mean that's the easiest way to describe it until the film films became a thing And so that's, that would be my argument would be, well, Jason doesn't eat people. So no, he's not, uh, when they say, well, that's why he's not a zombie. Well, I disagree because if that's your definition of a zombie, then so be it. That's fine. It can be your modern definition of a zombie. But in my opinion, you have to back the train up to what the original definition of a zombie was. So I guess it depends whether you look at modern definition or original historic definition.
1: Well, if you just look at the textbook definition, it boils down to a dead body that is reanimated through various methods. In six he was reanimated by lightning strike. In seven, he was reanimated by Tina with her telekinetic powers. In eight, he was reanimated by electrical shock laying on the bottom of the lake. And then he went to Manhattan on a somehow uh on a boat. Somehow the lake attaches to the ocean, but uh and uh and then in Nine, we just get right into it. We don't know how he was reanimated. So, I mean, yeah, if you look at the the, the melted down definition of zombie, then it, it, without a doubt, it's not even debatable. He is a zombie, definitely in six, seven, eight from from six on. Yes. From six.
0: Yes, on. Yes, I agree, and we've kind of touched on that a little bit before. But I seen some chatter about it. A, uh, recently, and I thought, you know what, that's that's good shit, we're going to address that, and I agree, I'm a realist, so I go with textbook definition, and I'm going to say, yes, Jason really was a zombie, for those of you that like the modern definition, well, you can agree, that's fine, but uh, the original definition disagrees with you, so, yeah, that's where we stand. That's that. Absolutely, so... There's really nothing more to say as far as that goes uh, other than, you know, we can talk about part four, but that's a, that's a little bit different beast because it's just a carryover of him being carried away from the crime scene and into the hospital. So I kind of look at, look at it as uh, the wound didn't do the job. So
1: unless yeah, you've got something to touch on there. I agree with that.
0: All right. Anything else you want to touch on or we're going to wrap this up?
1: Good to, good to be back. Good to be back. We'll get back into the swing of things. The, uh, the Karen virus Threw us off there for a little bit, but uh, we're we're getting back in the saddle.
0: Yes, that we are. We're kind of uh, learning how to adjust with all these restrictions and things that life's throwing at us and the things we can and cannot do that's affecting things that we can and cannot do at home. So we should be back in full swing as far as that goes. Also, the, uh, the YouTube channel, uh, the friend of mine, Sean Richards, who's been a past guest on the show, we've mentioned him numerous times, he uh, actually, coming up uh, this week, We'll be staying the night at my house. So I think what we're going to do, just to give the listeners a heads up, is we're probably going to do something for the YouTube channel. I think we'll probably just do like a, uh, a little sit down. We'll record it. We'll have some drinks. We'll talk about some Friday stuff. Maybe talk a little bit about the documentary. Sean was also part of Never Hike Alone. He's uh, part of Never Hike in the Snow. He was associate producer, along with myself, on Renee Rivas' project, The Spirit of Haddonfield, uh, Halloween fan film. He's been involved in a bunch of other TV shows, some other films. Uh, he's been done some extra work out in LA on various TV shows, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Westworld. I think he was on. So, anyways, he's uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's going to be in my neck of the woods, and uh, we're going to stay the night. He's going to stay the night, have some drinks, and I thought, well, what better way to finally get some real video content on the YouTube channel? So I think that's what we're going to do, but we might do some audio stuff for later. I don't know yet. Maybe try to do a Google Hangout. We'll just have to see. So you whenever, to you said, for
1: that. whenever you said he was spending the night at your house, uh, what I imagined in my head, the first song you guys were going to listen to is this. Oh, oh hell. Oh, <laughs> what? Come on, Sean. Yep. yep. There you go. Little stepbrothers after that. <laughs>
0: I just I just fucking watched Step Brothers last night too. Perfect timing. Uh, so, yeah, so that's probably what you're gonna see. So if you haven't gave the uh, YouTube channel a subscribe, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. And uh, I'll get some other audio episodes posted for those of you that like to listen to them there. And uh we'll try to get we'll try to get some more stuff with that. With the convention season being canceled, I don't know. It's going to be a while before we can get any decent audio content since everything's everything's on hold for right now. So just wanted to give a little heads up on Sean and uh, just let people know that if you haven't, if you haven't uh, followed us on Facebook, do so, because there'll be something up soon as far as that goes early this week. So other than that, that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio. So please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. Also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Camp Blood Radio. Leave us the reviews. We'd appreciate it. Go buy a fucking show shirt from James Amaral, a.k.a. James Rodney over at Slasher.Graphics. We've also got some more show shirt models coming up and some more pictures to post as far as that goes. And I will also get to those of you who have sent in pictures wearing the shirts. I'll get those posted up. And we can only do so much sharing in a day. So just be patient with us. And if you have any suggestions, feel
1: free to drop us a line. Unless... Unless you're Mark Teffner, don't don't drop a suggestion. Do not wear our, our merchandise. Bitch. <laughs>